Welcome everybody to a brand new episode of Revelation Communication. My name is Solomon Stewart and I hope you enjoy. Hey, what's going on everybody? Um, man, I wanted to share with you this morning. I, I had a bit of a rough morning this morning um, in that somebody stole from me. And uh, man, I take a little bit of pride in decorating the house for um, for Christmas, man. And I got some inflatables that get blown up and I got, you know, lights kind of stranded everywhere in the front yard. And it's fun for the kids and, and fun for the neighbors. Well, somebody early this morning, and I think I suspect the time between about 5.30 and 6 o'clock this morning because I heard something going on while I was doing my devotions in the garage, but somebody came up to my yard this morning and stole my reindeer and my Santa inflatable that I had in the front yard. Now, I know what you're saying, first world problems, right? But man, I was immediately led to Exodus 20 and 15, of course, one of the commandments, uh, thou shall not steal. And, you know, immediately, um angry, um, frustrated, um, I want vengeance, you know, I want these people to pay, um, but man, I, I got to thinking about my relationship with the Lord and, and stealing in general, and man, what and how I have stolen from God, and, and bear with me, hang in there with me on this, um, I've absolutely stolen from God, I, I I've stolen time from God, time that I can never give back, time that I can never repay. I've, I've, I've stolen time from God when I should have been in his word or when I should have been praying in the morning and instead I'm lazy, I procrastinated and I didn't get done what I knew I needed to get done. I've wasted time watching stupid television. I've wasted time playing video games, and I know that's a sore subject for some people, um, but I've wasted time, I've stolen time from God that I know I could be investing in Him. Instead, I'm investing in the pleasures of the world and what brings me moments of joy and things like that. Uh, you know, I, I've also stolen talent from God. You know, every single one of us has been given a gift to utilize, whether it's at work in a profession or whether it's at home, whether it's in a, a trade, a, a technical trade or, or something like that. We've all been given gifts by God, knowing again what James says, that every good gift and every perfect gift comes down from above. We've been given gifts by God talent, if you will, to use not only for us sustaining our lives, maybe in working in a profession, but also to glorify God. You know, I've wasted talent in seeking self-admiration and self-promotion and self-righteousness when I could have used my talent, the voice that God gave me, the hands that God gave me, the feet that God gave me um, for his glory and for his honor. Instead, I, I've taken this talent uh, that, that I've been given and at times um, stolen it from God and used it for my own self gain, if you will. 
and and here's a tough one. I, I've stolen treasure from God, right? We know to bring the tithes to the storehouse in, in Malachi 3.10, our, our treasure, our, our finances, our tithe, our 10% were to give to God. And I have spent a number of years in the past stealing money from God. And as quickly as he has given me money, he has just as quickly taken it away. And, and I have stolen um, resources from God that I, I can never again repay or give back. Um, and, and that's a that's an area in my life that I had to um, predetermine that I was going to be obedient. And my wife and I together, you know, made that decision that we were going to be obedient in, in the area of tithing and, and giving unto God our treasure because of just how good and how faithful um, he has been to us. And and just remember, you know, what, what he said in Ephesians that, you know, um, he can give to us exceedingly and abundantly above all that we can ask or think. And so when I give to God, I know that I can never outgive God, that I will get back as he opens up the windows of heaven and pours out unto me blessings that I will not have room to receive. I know that he will bless our socks off if we would just invest that treasure into the kingdom of God. And I've stolen my heart from God numerous times with an immoral thought, with a deceitful thought, with a malicious thought. I've stolen my heart from God, which should be his for him to shape and for him to mold and for him to use. I've stolen my heart from God and I've used it for my own pleasures or I've used it to get back. I've used it for vengeance when God says, vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. And so when I thought about being stolen from this morning as I opened my front door and saw that these inflatable Christmas caricatures were were stolen from my yard, I, I immediately started to think about what I've taken from God and what I've stolen from God. And and listen, while I'm angry that someone stole from me, and, and please don't get me wrong, I'm still angry about it. I'm, I'm frustrated. I, I, I don't like thieves. Um, God showed me that instead of wishing um, hellfire and brimstone upon them like the, the sons of Zebedee, the sons of thunder, James and John did in, in Luke chapter 9 when, uh, when uh, the Samaritan village would, would not receive Jesus, that instead I should pray for them. And, and while it would have been easy to pray similar prayers that David prayed uh, towards his enemies, that God would strike them down, that God would have vengeance upon them, um, I began to pray for them. And so I'm hiking up the bump and grind this morning. I leave the house. I'm frustrated. I'm angry. I'm, I'm hiking up the bump and grind this morning. The Lord is speaking to me and working on my heart about this this morning. And I began to pray that for, for whoever that it was that stole from me, that they would repent and, and that they would turn a, away from their sins, that, that from their ways, that they would come to know the grace and mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ. And, and, and what it boils down to is this. If you pray for the souls of your enemies, what can they ever hold over you? Absolutely nothing. 
And, and isn't this really fulfilling the the second great commandment to love thy neighbors thyself? I believe the answer to that is yes. And 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 while it may be easy for me to wish them ill will, how would the light of Jesus shine through me if I did wish that upon them? If I did wish hellfire and brimstone and 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 retribution and vengeance, how would the light of God shine through me if I wished that? I've already taken enough from the Lord. I've taken time. I've taken talent. I've taken treasure. I've taken my heart from God. I've stolen it from him throughout periods of my life. Who am I to steal his light from someone who might need it? And so that's why I prayed for them today, that they would repent, that they would see how merciful and how gracious God is, and that they would turn from their ways. Who knows who needs the light of God? Who knows who needs God's mercy and God's grace? And and who am I to not pray for them, that they would receive that mercy and that grace? And so, yeah, I'm a little angry. I'm a little perturbed. I'm going to have to go and buy some, some automatic floodlights and some cameras now that I got to install in my front yard because, you know, it's going to cost me a little bit of money and I'm frustrated about that. But at the end of the day, man, if you pray for your enemies, what can they hold over you? Absolutely nothing. Folks, I hope you're encouraged. Thank you for listening. I'm Solomon Stewart with Revelation Communication. I hope you enjoyed this latest episode. If you'd like more information on Revelation Church, please check us out on Facebook at RevChurchCV. You can also visit our website at www.RevChurchCV.com and find us on YouTube to watch recent services uploaded online. Be sure to like and subscribe, and once again, thank you for listening.